Welcome to The Bee Podcast. The mission of The Bee is to create an inspiring platform for all women of every age group to have meaningful conversations with the intent to genuinely understand each other's journey, to listen to stories similar and different than our own, engage in each other's triumphs and failures, hear and validate one another on the separate unique journeys we have traveled, the loss we have endured, the joy we have encountered, and the reason behind the lessons we have learned. Bees symbolize community, personal growth, and power. And that is what we aim to do here. Create community, foster growth, and empower women. I'm Cami Milliken, and this is The Bee Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of The Bee Podcast. You guys, we did it. Moving forward, you can look forward to new episodes every single Wednesday, beginning this week. I'd so love for you to join me in an exclusive membership called The Hive located on Facebook. It's an exclusive membership subscription for $5 per month. In The Hive, you'll get access to live interactive conversations with previous guests, member Q&As, self-care challenges, exclusive Be Podcast swag, meetups, workshops, and so much more. Click the link in the description of this episode labeled The Hive Membership to join me over in The Hive for less than the price of your favorite Starbucks beverage. Now, I'm absolutely thrilled to bring you this sweet conversation I shared with Chelsea Caller. After leaving her corporate job, former college athlete shares how, against all logic and reasoning, she dove in and went head first into her dream career. And guess what? She hasn't looked back. Influencer, blogger, fitness coach, business coach, entrepreneur, and life lover, Chelsea Caller brings us the story of how she found success by following her passion. You are guaranteed to leave this pod feeling that anything is possible, especially if your passion fuels the pigs. You might just end this conversation feeling that you're capable of just about anything too. Make sure to listen in to the end to get an especially sweet surprise. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Bee Podcast. Today I get to be here with one of my friends who I just discovered and met this last year. Her name is Chelsea Caller. She is a fitness and health and wellness guru. She owns her own business. It's called the Damn Happy Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. And I became a part of that membership group about a year and a half ago. And she has just been a super inspiring to me. And so I wanted her to be able to come on to our show and just kind of give us her story because it's super unique, very inspiring. And I think it would do a lot of good for women to hear encouragement on just like diving into your dreams and taking a leap into what you're passionate about. So Chelsea, what's up? Hi, thank you for that. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Cammie. And absolutely. I'm excited and very passionate about this topic. So I think it will be something that so many women can take so much away from. So I know it will be absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself growing up. Where are you from? What were your dreams like when you were little? Yeah, so I grew up in Agency, Iowa. So I know we probably have a lot of Southeast Iowa people listening. If you're not from Southeast Iowa, Agency is a town of about 500. (laughs) It's super small. I've always said that agency is one of my favorite places in the world. I love it there. I love Southeast Iowa and I am blessed to have grown up just in that community as a child. Gosh, oh gosh, my dreams. (laughs) I don't, I think I like just like 
thrived in like the athlete world. Yeah. I wasn't that child who said like, oh, I want to be a nurse or I want to be a teacher or I want to be a doctor. I, I don't ever remember like a specific experience where I remembered that, but I love to be an athlete. And that's something yeah. that I kind of thrived in yeah. from when I was just teeny tiny to where I am even now because I still would consider myself an athlete and someone who just like has always been passionate about physical types of things. So I think that as a kid, I just like dreamed of being that person on the like the athletic field or on the court that like people looked up to because I looked up to a lot of women that I saw doing similar things. So yeah, I guess that's where I would kind of start things off. And I absolutely love my experience in my like small community and how it provided me with the opportunity to do that all over the place. Instead of just like having to excel in one path, I got to kind of dabble and do it in all sports and all activities. So that's kind of where things got kicked off and started. Right. So you started sports probably, how, how old were you? I would say like from five years old. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I remember competitively, I tried out for a competitive softball team. I believe I would have been like eight or nine years old. And it was a really big deal because, so I'm from agency, which is a little agency is the Cardinal community, very small school district, if you're not familiar with it. And I actually went out on a limb when I was younger and tried out for an Atumwa competitive softball team. And I was so nervous. I didn't know anyone, but I, my dad and like my mom just knew that I wanted to take like softball a little bit more serious than all of my like other extracurricular activities. And at the time for like my age group, there wasn't anything available in my hometown or like any like that. So that's when it like really started. I think like I I was probably eight years old because it was a 10 and under softball team. And I like went to a tryout. I had to like show off my skills for the first time. Is that, was that, is that like the Atumwa edge or it's like a, mine was actually the Atumwa extreme. So, oh yes. So there was like the Atumwa, like maybe it was like the, the dogs or something. I can't remember what it was like. The mighty dogs. Does that sound I don't remember. I mean, I know that our mascot is the bulldog, yeah, but yeah. I don't know what. It was some like, play on that. It was some okay. Play on that. All right. And there was that. To- that sounds right. <laughs> and this was like another another brand new team that was being created. It was all Atumwa people trying out. I think I was the only person from like a different school um, that tried out, and it was like one of the scariest experiences. I kind of forgot about it until now. <laughs> so PTSD. It's fine. Yeah, we're just gonna trigger that. <laughs> Yeah, I think that it is interesting because agency and Atomo are so, I mean, we're like, it's like the same 10 time. minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting because it is such a different world. And it seems, even though we're super close, you're still far enough apart that you may not know someone from yeah. a different district, which is interesting and kind of crazy at the same time. Yeah. So you were always into sports and you played sports all throughout high school. So then tell us a little bit about once you were in high school and once you were just like maybe your senior year, talk about what that looked like for you Mm -hmm. and how you decided to go into what what I'm doing now. Your content, yeah. Totally. So sports were something that followed me all the way, all the way to college. So I can kind of explain that a little bit, but I thrived in softball and I will just say that was like my passion. And obviously I knew that at a very young age. And when I was picking a college, I'm going to be like really honest. I didn't really know what I was going to go to school for. I knew that I wanted to play softball. I knew that I wanted to help people 
and I knew that I loved activity. Like that's, that's kind of like where things started. As I started to explore colleges and explore like life after high school, I dove into a little bit just like that whole idea of what, what's going to be a good fit for me as far as softball goes, but also I'm not going to lie that I'm, I'm a homebody. So going like hours and hours away from my hometown was, would have been terrifying for me. I grew up very close with my family, very close knit um, community very tiny school. So like in Atumwa, you might go to school and you might have like hundreds of people in your class. I had 50 people in my graduating class and that's like a decent sized class. So I was a little bit nervous. So I did decide Central College in Pella is where I ended up going about 45 minutes, exactly 45 minutes from agency. So under an hour I could get there. And I chose it first for softball. I'm not going to lie. Um, they have a highly competitive um, Division Three softball program who is in like the top 10 of the U.S. most, most years. Um, so it was highly competitive softball program. But as I started to explore Central, they had a very well-developed exercise science program. And that wasn't something that I was seeing at other colleges that I visited. I mean, sure, it was a thing, but nothing like this place. They had like a, a building dedicated to exercise science, which I thought was really cool. And by me seeing that, I kind of started to develop a little bit of a passion for like, oh, like maybe this whole fitness thing and this whole obsession with exercise doesn't just have to be personal. And I kind of toyed around with the idea of doing like going like the physical therapy route or going like the athletic training route. But one thing that I really thrive in is like, and you know this because you know me, but is like the preventative side of things. Like I want to help people who are ready to like live their happiest and healthiest lives. And I, I would say I felt like that then too. Like I was at a point where I didn't want to help broken people. I wanted to help people who were trying to like prevent themselves from being broken, <laughs> I guess. Right. So right. I, I kind of leaned away from the whole idea of physical therapy and that kind of stuff and started to gain a lot of interest in what is called health promotion. Basically, exercise science with that health promotion emphasis. And that's kind of where, where I got it from. I, I'm so lucky that I stepped into the world of like Central College because I'm not sure what route I would have taken if I would have gone somewhere else. Right. So you had this experience in softball all throughout, I mean, since you were eight years old, essentially, and that played a huge role in what you did in college, obviously. Yeah. So huge. Right. Mm -hmm. So then currently you're not playing softball. No. No, you are not. But this, I mean, it totally shaped where you are now. So once you decided that was something that you were passionate about, the exercise science part, the preventative, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like a medicine in itself, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but in, pre in preventing sickness, mm -hmm. uh, heart disease, all of that, yep. talk about after graduation from college for you. Yeah. So after graduation, I'm not going to lie, as someone who was a lifelong athlete, I was a little bit lost. Like I'm, and that's kind of where like I felt most lost. I felt lost career wise. I would say just most lost in my life. Like I felt lost career wise. I felt lost 
as like a sense of like purpose because I was an athlete for so long and I was a part of something that was like mm-hmm. like bigger than me. I guess I was like always a part of something. It was like, okay, we have this team. Like I'm I'm part of this team. This is our mission. This is what we're trying to achieve. And like being removed from that was a little bit hard for me. And I'm gonna say that it was first hard from a like social standpoint. I for my life had built-in friends. <laughs> like that's how that's how life worked. And I socially struggled for a while just to kind of find my path as far as like who I was outside of being a team a teammate. It kind of became part of your identity essentially. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So stepping outside of that was challenging. I kind of did what as far as career goes right outside of school. I had a hard time deciding what path I really wanted to take, but I'll be like fully transparent here. When you do study exercise science, the options are kind of limited when you step out of college. I mean, and I wish it was better, but as far as like that first out of college type job, you're likely going to go do group fitness training or personal training somewhere to kind of get your foot in the door. I did personal training for about six months and even beyond that a little bit. And I quickly realized that I was very limited by like the number of people that I could touch or impact. And I enjoyed it and it gave me a lot of experience, but it was to the point where like I was working shifts that were split. So I would be up at 5 a.m. working until 11 and then I would go home or chill at the gym for a few hours. And then I would have another shift that I would be training clients from like 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. It was just not fun. The hours weren't fun. And I guess at that point, I was like really trying to figure out what I could do as far as like career goes that felt like I could be like making that bigger impact. And at the same time, I'm also trying to like figure out my personal health and fitness because I went from having this like vision and goal to now okay, like what exactly am I training for anymore? (laughs) Like I don't have anything specific. So I like was trying to find myself and quickly realizing that like the health and fitness industry is very messy and very hard to navigate. And I was witnessing that from like a professional standpoint as well as a personal standpoint. Incredible. When people who are not super athletic like me, like I, I played like, I played tennis in high school, like junior high and high school. And then I was a cheerleader in high school. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I was training for anything. I feel like people who play sports, like for softball, like you would probably run track in the spring to like get prepared. Like, Uh you know, you stay in shape. So I am not there. I was like, (laughs) I don't know. I, I did lots of, yeah, totally. And I get that. Yeah. So you were kind of exposed to this, how messy it was. And I think for some of us who aren't super athletic like me, I think we just assume that all of these people are into health and fitness and they're all beautiful and they all look the way that I want to look. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be put together. It has, it it should be put together. Right. Mm -hmm. But that was not your experience. No, it wasn't my experience simply because like, I think I quickly discovered what it was like to be a consumer of health and fitness stuff. Because like you were saying, like when I was in college, like went to a very elite program and we had a strength and conditioning coach. We had workouts programmed for us. We were being told what to do. We were being like led to achieve these certain goals and markers. And then the second I was done with it, I felt lost in a sense of like, okay, like there's people here who are doing yoga. There's people here who are doing lifting and such like I did in college. There's people here hopping on the cardio machine and running for 
hours upon hours. And then there's, there's just all these different things. And while I was like feeling lost in like my personal health and fitness, I was also like training. And, and the reason I say this is because like, sure, I was like training people to meet their goals. But for me, I was lost personally, because I didn't know what my goal even was. <laughs> no idea. Right. Yeah. It would be hard to navigate that. Absolutely. Totally like a fish out of water. It sounds yeah. like that was so natural for you. Yeah. So then talk about your transition from that to what you're doing now and give us a little bit of info about what you're doing now. So beyond that, I personal trained for probably like 10 months. And, um, I, because, and I re I said six months at first because I ended up when my husband and I got engaged, I moved to Cedar Falls where I live now, Cedar Falls, Iowa. And I kind of dabbled in like the group fitness coaching and personal training for a while until I found what was what I thought was like my dream job and a job that you don't typically land as a fresh out of college health promotion exercise science major. And essentially what I did is I worked in corporate health and I was from a health, I worked for a health system and I went to companies and organizations and helped them organize health and wellness programs for their employees. I was like, the that's gotta be interesting. Yeah. So I was the face. And so essentially I was called like the corporate relations liaison for Ooh. like the wellness and occupational health program. So like mm -hmm. a fun, fancy title, like a fun, a fun job. And I quickly realized I was probably about a year or two, a year and a half, two years into that job. And I felt this like pit in my stomach that it just wasn't like, I knew that there, I was supposed to be doing something different. And it wasn't that I didn't have a great job. I had a great job. I had great coworkers. I had great benefits. And I had like what you're supposed to, I, I've been such a, such a box checker in my life. So I had like followed all the things. I went to college. I got the job. Yeah. I got the better job that offers insurance that is Monday through Friday. That like that job that everybody dreams of and that job that's supposed to like secure be like that final step. But I got to that point and I quickly kind of realized that maybe I was just checking boxes the last few years. And maybe I was just like trying to like convince myself that this was the job for me because that's just what you're supposed to do. And right around the same time, I kind of like, I've never been much into social media, which I know people, if you know me or you're listening to this, you probably think I'm lying, but I'm really not. I have never been much into social media. And around that time, I started to kind of toy around and like get into like Instagram. And I noticed there were a lot of women posting and like talking about fitness online. And I like, at that point I was like, there's no way I could ever do this. Like I've taken a total of like five selfies in my entire life, probably mm -hmm. less. <laughs> like that, that could never be me. But over time, I felt more and more unfulfilled in my career. And I don't, and just like in life in general, and I'm not trying to say that I don't, like I am so grateful for my life experiences. I'm grateful for my husband and I'm grateful for my family, but something was missing. Mm -hmm. And for me, what was missing is that like ability to make an impact and ability to like help the woman that I once was or help the women that I can see struggling with something that I thrive in. So I personally found, I figured out health and fitness throughout that time that I just kind of described you. And I, every single day saw people being like, 
hey, like I go falling for quick fix after quick fix. And I saw women trying to search for the, like the, the holy grail of health and fitness when I believe that the holy grail of health and fitness wasn't even being talked about. Like, I'm like, these women have it all wrong. And it was getting so frustrating. And so kind of like fast forward, that's what led to me really starting to toy. And this would have been July of 2018, toy with the idea of starting my own business online. And equally the most scary and rewarding decision of my life. And I can cut you, you let me know if you have any questions. Cause I could go, I could talk about this for like hours. No. Yeah. This is fantastic. I do. I, I like that you talked about checking boxes because I feel like we do. I, once you graduate high school, then you're supposed to go to college. And then after you go to college and you graduate, you're supposed to get the job that is consistent with your degree and it's supposed to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And girl, you're singing my song because I have also felt that. And I'm certain that other women <laughs> listening have also felt like yeah. I'm just checking boxes. Like even, like legit, like, yeah, even married. getting married. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. what I was just going to say. Married. Getting like, married. Go to job, a ch- get a job. Go yep. to college. Get married. And I checked all those boxes. And yeah. I still felt like something feels like it could, could be better. Yeah. Right. Which is, like you said, scary and rewarding all at the same time. And I'm so glad that you did take that jump, that leap into doing something that was scary. So you decided then to start your online business. So talk to us about what that is and what that looks like for you. So at that point, I... I shocked a lot of people because <laughs> I, I was, I was not a risk taker. I, I've never been a risk taker in my life. You guys until now I consider myself one now and I shocked my parents, I shocked my siblings, I shocked my friends, I shocked a lot of people. But I think that so often we, we kind of sit with that, sit with that idea that like, it can't be better. And that like, average is okay. And you're going to hear me say a lot of things throughout the rest of this podcast is like, I really don't believe average is okay. Like I'm, I never settled for that in sports. So I'm not going to settle for that in life. So when I made the decision in July of 2018, the first thing I did was put myself out there online. I didn't quit my job right away. I didn't make like a rash decision to like, I'm like, you, you literally can take baby steps. You don't have to take baby steps. If you just want to rip the bandaid, you can absolutely do that as well too. Mm -hmm. But I put myself out there. And at that point I was just training people one-on-one in the health and fitness space. And it got to a point where if I wanted to grow my business online and really dive into it and dedicate the time to it, then I needed to give up my job. I had to give up my full-time job. So that's when I really shocked people is when I quit and I had a very supportive spouse and, a, and he is just incredible. And he, he basically let me, he let me quit a job where I was creating like significant income for our family that I felt unfulfilled in for one that I was making, like, I, not very much, maybe like a hundred dollars a month, <laughs> like not, not, much. not much, which can be scary. I don't want to say let me as in like, I needed his permission, but we made that decision together and you are a team. When I quit, I still had that feeling. <laughs> I'm not, I know like, it's like Chelsea, like figure, <laughs> figure shit out. Like what's going on. But I had that feeling like this, it's gotta be different than this. This isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I expected. And I trained people one-on-one and I like started to make that impact, but the impact wasn't big enough. So 
that's when the idea for what is now called the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership came about. And the idea came in October of 2018. And I like just rolled with it, messy action, went for it. And I opened it up for like a beta test. That's what I called it then. Um, so essentially like a closed off to the public. I just invited like friends and acquaintances in November. So I started it the month after. Oh, wow. Yeah. You get it, girl. <laughs> I started it the month after. And now here we are, launched it to the public first thing, January of 2018, no, 2019. And then here we are a year and a half later. And 2020. It's turned into something that that's bigger than I ever dreamed, but something that has like expanded that belief as well too, because what used to be the dream now is the reality and there's more dreams. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I remember seeing your posts about a year and a half ago and thinking, because we had mutual friends, I think on Facebook and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember being so curious about it and it took me a little bit to decide to jump in. But once I did, Everyone decides in their own time. I always say that to people. And this is just a side note. Sorry to interrupt you, but so many people like who are trying to refer people to me and they're like, I've been trying to get this person to do it. Like you should say something to her. And I'm like, I can say something to her, but she's going to start when she's ready. Right. Like <laughs> that's, that's the truth. Everyone's. And I think people that. appreciate that about you because yeah. Mm -hmm. not because I think I reached out in a private message and I was like hey just give me some information about this and you just laid out the information and you're like let me know if I can help it wasn't like a pushy it was not pushy which mm -hmm. it just seemed really authentic and I really appreciated that Thank you. yeah so then you you are there now mm -hmm. and your growth has been really big yeah mm -hmm. I mean it, it happened really quickly for you so Talk about maybe the biggest hurdle or the biggest struggle that you've had over the last year and a half in launching and creating this community. What has been something that you have struggled with that can give an insight into like the reality of this dream coming true? Yeah, I'm going to go to mindset. I think that we all have the ability to live, live the life we choose. Like I think that everyone has a choice based on our current circumstances. I think we can make choices for change. And I think that one of the things that has like a little bit gotten in my head over the past year and over the past year and a half, and it's something that creeps back in, but I quickly squash it because I've gotten better at like not doing it is just like the headspace of feeling like, like my presence online isn't big enough, or I don't know enough people or like, my, my ambition has been my worst enemy <laughs> since starting this. And I think that people will look at me and be like, you've built this to like 100, 100 and right now I think we have 160 members, which is just like mind blowing. But for me, I constantly let my head like creep in and tell me like, well, maybe, maybe that's the cap. Maybe that's where it's supposed to be. And, and when I had 50 members, yeah. you guys, I said these same things to myself. Well, like maybe it's supposed to be just 50 members. Like maybe you aren't meant for more. And I think that one thing we constantly do in life. And one thing that I've learned over the last several years, like anything is possible. And I know that that sounds so cliche, but when I started this business, you guys, my goal and my goal is still this today, the first of this, was to make a bigger impact and be in a career and be, be doing something that I absolutely love every single day. That's, that's always like my ultimate goal. But also just like for full transparency, financially on the business side of things, my goal was to match my income. Like I, I said, 
and I even said a little bit less. I said, if I can match my income from my past job, make a little bit less and help women, then I'm happy. And I never had this vision of helping hundreds of women, let alone thousands. And so I think one of the things that I've struggled with mindset wise is limiting myself from thinking bigger. And I'm getting better and better of that because now what I used to say is like, I used to think small. And I think that that's probably like the biggest struggle for me in, in the beginning. Um, I don't necessarily have that struggle now, but like now I'm like, okay, I'm helping hundreds. How can I help thousands? I'm helping thousands. How can I help hundred thousand? Like, and so on and so forth. So I know that's not really necessarily like a struggle. Oh, absolutely. It is. It totally is. Yeah. That mindset is so important. And there have been like things that have made it harder along the way. I won't lie. Um, and I, you may or may not ask this, but they're like more like personal. I mean, I'm, and I'm willing to share, but like things that have happened in my life that could have set me back and maybe even did set me back for a, for a moment or two. But I think that outside of that, I still, I'm here and I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes, I mean, even creating this podcast for the bee, mm-hmm. there were lots of things that kind of happened in the middle that mm-hmm. kind of created just a little bit of a pause. And I think, I don't know, but I think that there are certain things that happen for a reason mm-hmm. that kind of help us to totally. either refine our goals or to yeah. speak life to those goals. And I so I think more. that's really mm-hmm. interesting. And even in your community, in your membership, you preach mindset all the time as well. So it's, I mean, fitness is not just mm-hmm. not just physical, it's mental as well. And you do a great job of... And life's always going to be happening. I like to kind of say, I was talking to someone the other, I think it was yesterday, and just saying like, everybody has their own things going on. And everybody has their own dreams. And the people who you see thriving aren't any different than you. They still have stuff. They still have things that are happening behind the scenes in their life. But it's just kind of how you choose to react and how you choose to like move forward. I mean, not like move beyond because I think we kind of take a little piece of every experience along the way with us, like you were just saying. But um, it's kind of how we how we react to those things and help them make us better and not let them stop us in our tracks. Yeah. Because it, I mean, there are things that can be immobilizing, but so talk about what, what has been your greatest success or your biggest, your greatest joy in living out your dream as you are doing right now. What has been the best thing? The best thing, the hands down best thing, the thing that makes me smile the most is the damn happy, damn healthy community. Yeah. And I could like cry when I say that, like, it is like not the number of members, but what the community has become. And I should say like more like the damn happy, damn healthy, like community and damn happy, damn healthy as like a way of life and a mentality. And I think that my ultimate goal when I first started, this has been met because of that. And it's because I'm helping women realize that I think health and fitness is something that has stressed women out for so long and I'm helping them realize that it can be easy. And so oh my gosh, yeah. that and the fact that we can take women from like all different areas of life 
And with these like simple principles and simple mindset like um, switches and help them realize that like their happiest and healthiest self isn't as far away as they might think it is. So that piece or just like the fact that community is, is thriving, like makes me so proud. So proud. It really is. And it's a wonderful place to be. Guys, I'm going to put a link down for you so that you can check it out yourself. But I really love that you also talk about how healthy and happy look different for everyone. Mm-hmm. One of your recent posts was talking about how how our minds can go to this place, like, why don't I look like her? And you're like, well, to be honest, it's because you're not her. So stop doing that to yourself. Yeah. So it's, I think it, yeah, it's, your approach is really holistic and really authentic. And I think that has attributed to your success so greatly. So you are here, you are living this, lifestyle and you're you have this dream job what what do you think is next for you oh my gosh so first I will say career wise like I'm more ambitious than I was yesterday and tomorrow I'll be more ambitious than I was today I never really if you would have asked me this a year and a half ago no I would not be and that's that's what's really cool about stepping into your dreams is that you quickly realize like the amount of impact that you can make or the amount of things that you can do if you just like put your head down and do them. I've said this before, not to very many people, but like, and I don't want to say this, like 160 women is incredible. Like I am so proud that I've, and I've touched more than that because people leave damn happy, damn healthy. Like it's, I'm not, it's no secret that we don't have members who join and leave, but um, touch so many more women than that. But I, career-wise and really head down focused on what's going to be that like formula for us to be help able to help thousands right and not formula in a sense as like changing the damn happy damn healthy mentality because I believe that it works and it is what it is and it's just a matter of figuring out what it looks like for us to be able to to expand our circle and to expand the number of women we touch because my goal isn't just to like help women lose weight help women be like super freaking fit. Like my, my goal is to help women find their happiest and healthiest lives. And whether that be through, I do do business coaching. So I help other online entrepreneurs grow their businesses. And I also do it through the damn happy, damn healthy fitness membership. So right now I'm trying to crack the code as to how I can touch thousands of women instead of hundreds. So that's kind of where my head is at right now and what we're focusing on. On a personal level, like I was just talking to my business mentor about this this morning, actually, I'm trying to do a better job of embracing the freedom a little bit. Um, I'm someone who is, I'm a doer and I just like put my head down and do things. And I think that sometimes I could do a better job of just like chilling and not always being like, what's next, what's next, what's next, Um, and celebrating in what already is. So that's something I'm really trying to embrace. One of the reasons I wanted to start this business in the first place was for more freedom and for the ability to up and do something on a Tuesday because I want to do something on a Tuesday. I know those two things probably like butt heads with each other, but they don't have to. So we're doing a lot of like scaling and growing with Damn Happy, Damn Healthy. We have a team, we have things going on on the back end that from the outside looking in, you'd never even know that are going on in the back end. So working on that stuff, but also just like really embracing the life that I've created yeah. for myself and being really grateful for that and grateful for 
the freedom that I do have using that to its fullest advantage because I think that sometimes I can get wrapped up a little bit in my ambition and constantly wanting to do more but while I still want to make a bigger impact I think it's important to be proud of how far you've come to so yeah and the balance that celebrating but also celebrating quiet which yeah. which can be hard especially uh-huh. if you are and Chelsea you are only are you are you 30 how, how old are you I'll be 28 July 1st, so I'm almost 28. So you're 28, and you are so young. Yes. (laughs) Like, you have so far to go. So, I mean, and this has grown so exponentially, so quickly, Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, definitely, just be proud of that. And I think that for women, the ideas that you've had and the ideas that you have set into motion, I think that a lot of women have these goals and these visions and are maybe too scared to take a leap or put themselves out there. But I like how you talked about how your social media presence was almost none when you, right. When, you know, you were still looking at getting started, look at the growth that you've made Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in just a short amount of time by switching your focus and Gosh, just your headspace, like getting out of your own head and believing in it and going for it. And I think that's something that I would love for all women to take away from this is that your head is where it starts. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. your potential and the ability to do things is huge, but I feel like sometimes we just don't have, we just don't have that, or we lack that confidence. And so, so Chelsea, what would your piece of advice be to someone who is on the brink, they have an idea Uh, Maybe they haven't thought it out completely yet, but they have an idea of something that they were passionate about or something that they would want to potentially go into. What's, what's, what's that look like for you? The first thing that I'll just say is like change doesn't happen if you don't change. Like you, you have to change something in order to make things change. I for so long settled and, and I don't want to say that in a sense that I like didn't love my life. You guys like I, I, I'm very blessed and I lived an amazing life, but I have transformed as a person across the last, gosh, like year and a half, two years. And it's because I stopped making decisions based on what I was, what I thought everybody expected me to do and started making decisions based on like what I wanted my life to look like and what I wanted to see, like what I saw for myself, two days, six months, one year, five years down the road. And the first question that I would ask yourself is one, get clear. Like you don't have to be super clear on what exactly it looks like, but if you have the dream, like what's the purpose behind it? Because if your dream, I always say this, like if your dream doesn't start out as something, if whatever it is you're taking steps toward doesn't start out as a passion project, then it's gonna crash and burn. Like don't just do something just to do it or just to say you did it. So like, oh, like I see, and I'm not bashing any, but like, oh, I see all these women, like I'm pretending to be you. And oh, I see all these women like diving into a network marketing venture, which is fantastic. I think it's incredible. I think it empowers women to like own their own business and create like their own space and create their own income. But like, don't just like dive into the hair product company because that's what your friend's doing. Like if you aren't passionate about it, don't dive into it. So first start from a place of passion. Second, daily steps. Like it's not something that happens overnight. 
but if you like, if you take that, if you take that commitment by like, just first putting yourself out there, you're going to be amazed at what can become of it. Like I was terrified to post stuff on social media. Like it just wasn't me. Like it, it's just never been something that feels comfortable for me. But I always say to any of like my business coaching clients or like my people who I'm mentoring in this space, it's just that you have a couple of options. Like you can not do whatever it is you want to do. And, and usually what we want to do serves a larger purpose. So you can do a disservice to yourself and the people who you're going to have an impact on by being fearful, being scared, or you can just take those baby steps that are maybe a little bit scary for you, but are going to make a huge impact for someone else. And I always like to say like, you only have to be a few steps ahead of the person that you're going to help. So while I might've been like scared, like I've never, I've never done anything online. I've never created a membership. I've never helped this many women, but I'm a few steps ahead of all those women that needed my help. So just remember that. And if you, if you have those, if you have the knowledge, if you have the, the passion or whatever it is you want to share, then it just takes a few steps each day. Maybe step one is writing it down. Maybe step two is telling a friend about it. Maybe step three is posting about it on social media. And it doesn't have to go in that way, shape, or form, but it's just kind of baby steps. And baby steps, it's a snowball effect. Like, it, it's a snowball effect. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I especially think that it's really important for you to be passionate about what it is that you are potentially seeking. I mean, you're, you're totally right. Going into something, you need to, you need to have mm -hmm. a significant amount of love for that particular goal. Chelsea, I am so glad that you decided to say yes. And, um, I'm just so thankful for your mm -hmm. experience and your story that you shared with us today. I think it's really going to be empowering for women and an encouragement and maybe just a push in the right direction if they had thought possibly about venturing out on their own instead of just checking those boxes maybe those of you who are wondering if there's more there's there's got to be something more mm -hmm. stop checking boxes and start yeah. living out your yeah. goals so Chelsea thank you is there anything else that you want to discuss or impart upon our listeners I don't think so. I would, I guess I would just wrap up and say, like, I always return back to this because it's the mentality I live. Living your like most like damn happy, damn healthy life goes so much further beyond like health and fitness. It's just like about living unapologetically and not being scared to, to maybe mess up or like have some bumps along the way. But like, think about your life 30 years from now and how you're going to feel. Like, what do you want to look back on? And do you want to have settled or do you want to have try? It's better to try and fail than not try at all. So it really is. And most people are fearful of what others might think when they like take a jump or take a leap into, and I was, I say most people, and I include myself in that group, but we're kind of scared of what others might think, but in the grand scheme of things, nobody else remembers but you. Yeah, so <laughs> and true. No, no one else can remember your bumps except you. You're going to be the hardest person on yourself. So be hard on yourself as far as like chasing your dreams instead of 
having that hard moment 30 years from now and not having done a thing about it. Yeah. Do it with grace on yourself. Yes. Have yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh. Yes. Grant grace on yourself and go for it. Yeah. I will put Chelsea's contact information and her fitness membership information down so that you guys can check it out. I have been a part of this community for like we talked about about a year and a half and you guys, I mean, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. It really is more than just health and fitness. It is a wonderful community of women who are constantly building each other up. So if that is something that you are in need of and need some extra nudges in health and fitness, I strongly encourage that you check it out because it really is fantastic. So yes. And if you guys are listening, message me, Chelsea, I'm sure Cammie will put my email or put my Instagram handle. You can do either. And we'll give you like your first seven days free for listening to the podcast. So, Hey, mm -hmm. absolutely girl. Yes. And for real, you definitely need to check it out. Yeah. You, no, um, even just for seven days try it for seven days. Yeah. We'll I think that's how I started too. I did the seven day free trial and then was like, bam, yeah, sold. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for being here and sharing your story with us. I hope that this is an encouragement to anyone who is listening. Definitely seek out your dreams, put a name to it and do not look back. I like what Chelsea said. Don't look back 30 years from now wondering, yeah. oh, what if I would have done that? What if? Mm -hmm. So thank you again, Chelsea. Yes. Guys, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bee Podcast. I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're curious about Chelsea's program, right now she's offering a free seven-day trial for the Bee Podcast listeners inside the DHDH Fitness Membership. Click the link in the description to gain access to your free trial. I'm certain you'll love it. And while you're at it, make sure to click the link to join the Hive Membership, only $5 a month. Join me in an exclusive mission to see that all stories everywhere are shared. And don't forget to rate and review our pod so that all women everywhere can find us, be encouraged, and be inspired. Again, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to screenshot this week's episode and share on your social media to bring awareness to our project. I'll catch you next week. I'm Cammie Milliken, and this has been The Bee Podcast.